Welcome back to another week of instigating with Clarky and Drury. Boy, well, won't this be fun? Pardon my long intro here, but of course, we're we're brought to you by our great friends at Conway Furniture here in Listowel on Highway 86. If you want a great product, unlike the Blue Jays, you go see our friends at Conway Furniture. Also brought to you by our great friends at Larry Hudson Chevrolet Buick GMC. If you want great service, unlike the Blue Jays, you go to Larry Hudson's 1000 Wallace Avenue here in Listowel. He has a hot. And our friends at the Listowel Squash Courts. If you want to actually enjoy sports again and feel good about yourself, unlike the way the Blue Jays make us feel, you go join the Listowel Squash Courts. I'm Ryan Drury, joined by Chris Clark, and we're very happy to have our friend. Yes, we're actually happy today. We are happy <clears throat> to have Barry Davis, longtime Blue Jays analyst, back on the show. Now, Barry, we're yes. happy to see you. <laughs> But we're not very excited about the BS that we were just exposed to this week. Can you please tell me how you're feeling and your breakdown of an absolute cataclysmic disaster? First of all, Ryan, I got to tell you, following your tweets was one of the most entertaining things for me <laughs> no. during this entire collapse of, of a postseason for the Blue Jays. I, I was looking at you were you were one of the best, but. Twitter was just outrageous during this whole Wasn't thing. Wasn't it something? Oh, God. You know, I was just, I had the sound down. I had the sound up on the game, and I was watching Twitter because it was a lot more entertaining than what I was seeing on the field. But everyone is right, and that's the crazy thing because normally, I mean, okay, let's talk about the decision because that's that's the number one topic, right, the, the Barrios decision. And whether or not that John Schneider made that decision himself. And this is what pisses me off, guys, is that, you know, Clarky, you know what my nickname was when I was when I was a reporter. I, I would I'd ask the question and I and I was really disappointed that and it, if someone did ask that, I'd like to know. But I don't remember hearing any quote from Schneider. Whose decision was it? <laughs> was that your call, John, or was it coming from the higher ups? You know, I would have loved to have somebody ask that question. Yeah, it's almost what, like they're what, they're afraid to ask. Like, well, like, he I, did I agree kind of. He did kind of address it where he yeah, said kinda, somebody kinda. asked him about how difficult it was to pull Barrios, and then he kind of said, "Yeah, it was a tough decision, and I understand that when we lose, it's easy to criticize, and it's like." Well, yeah, it's kind of why we're all sitting here, Johnny. Like, what? It, che cheers for the yeah. obvious, you know, that great. I, I'm just, look, we got a lot to get to here. And what I thought yes. we would do, <laughs> what I thought we would do is we'll, we'll do this in two halves, if you will. What I want to yeah. start with is the front office and the coaching staff of this team, which has been a hot topic all year for very good reason. So let's start there. And I just want to ask you flat out, Barry, and I think you're on the same wavelength as we are here. Do Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins both deserve to still be employed by the Toronto Blue Jays? I say get them out. <laughs> it's clean house time, guys. Let's face it. Um, I was a big Alex Anthopoulos guy. 
and to see what he's done in Atlanta and, and, and see what's gone on here with the Blue Jays. And again, that's not to say that they've been terrible at, at building a team because before the season started, most people looked at that roster and including probably all of us and said, this is a team that has an opportunity to go deep into the postseason, right? Now, the problem is, okay, so maybe at the beginning of the season, this team on paper was what they were looking for. But as your season progresses and you start to see where the holes are, then as a management team, you've got to start looking at what you can do to improve that team and fill those holes. They had arguably the best pitching staff in baseball, and it's such a waste because that pitching staff could have taken them to the World Series. But they had the opportunity to improve the team. They also had the opportunity to find out and dig deep into what the hell is going on with Vladimir Guerrero. What's going on in his head? And listen, they take the home run jacket away because they don't want to have, you know, they want it to be more serious. Well, maybe Vladimir Guerrero needs to realize that when he's at first base, it's not let's have a, a fun joking chat with the team that we're playing against in the postseason, especially when we're losing. It's it's serious time, you know, grown-ups are working. So there were so many things that just utterly pissed me off with what I was seeing. And again, a lot of that comes on management and a lot of that comes on John Schneider too, because his job is to put players in the position that would best see them succeed. And Kevin Biggio heading fifth to me is not the best position for that guy to succeed in. Your turn. <laughs> yeah. Clarky, why don't you offer some thoughts here on the front office? Well, I, I definitely agree with Barry. It's time to clean house. Uh, is Eddie Rogers going to clean house? I have my doubts. Um, and if I hear that they have to keep Shapiro around because they're renovating the Sky Dome, you can just take that and not renovate the Sky Dome then. If that guy is the only guy who can be in charge of the renovation, then give me. You don't think break. the plans have been written for months and months? Exactly. And months? Like, exactly. All that's done. They're in the, the only thing phase now. The only thing that Shapiro did was get the team eliminated sooner so the renovations can start sooner. Like that's the only thing he's done. And guys, I give me give me a couple minutes here, Ryan. Please. I want to take you through. I, I have said all year this is not a playoff team. This is not or sorry, not a World Series team. And I want to just show you the standings for this year. This team only won 89 games. It yes. wasn't that good of a team. Um, 89 wins in the years prior to the wild card wouldn't have got you anywhere. They would have been 11 no. games back. They've but had 90 back, win seasons and not been good enough to get in. Exactly. I want to go back now. I want to go back into the past because that's where I like to live. Because that's where yes. Barry and I saw a lot of games, a lot of good baseball teams before you were even born, Ryan Jury. Exhibition so Stadium, back to baby. 1985. You know, this franchise just a few years old. 99 wins. That was a very, very, very good team that had a chance to win the World Series. Unfortunately, Kansas City beat them after the Jays were up three games to one. <clears throat> and then let's go ahead even more and, and look Still at hurts. some other. Oh, look at 90. It's hard for me to see that. 98 wins. Another good, good team. Um, and, you know, we work our way through to the to the World Series years. And, you know, it's just you can see that this team was very good. And 
I know like the Phillies are an anomaly. Like last year, they 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 came out of nowhere, but these Blue Jay teams were World Series teams, and they led the division. And teams with eighty nine wins wouldn't even had a sniff, and they would have fired guys left, right, and center because they didn't make the playoffs. But then you go to twenty sixteen, um, you know, Anthopolis's year. Yeah, sure, they made the playoffs. They beat Baltimore in that and that uh, on that one game playoff. Uh, and, and remember, Shapiro, Shapiro was in place there, Texas. Uh, yeah, during that 2016 season, he was already running the show by then. Yep, exactly, he was. But then you go ahead to 2022, last year. Like this team isn't very good under these guys, Ryan. They're just not very good. And if it wasn't for the wild card, they would have been forgotten about weeks ago. Anyway, I just wanted to show you the difference between with this wild card now um, and actually having a good team. I think the wild card is really masking a good team versus an average team. That's just my opinion. And these guys got to go. They got to go. Clarky, but will they go? I don't know. Clarky, if I'm not mistaken, the Blue Jays with that record had a better record than Minnesota. Oh, they did yes. have a better record than Minnesota, and they should have yeah, won. So- and, and people are telling me that wasn't a good matchup for them because Minnesota has good pitching. I got news for you. The way the Blue Jays hitters are, any team has good pitching. But guess what? The Blue Jays like, have good pitching too. Uh, exactly. Right. And, and, and Minnesota found had good ways of, of, of scoring runs. Yep. Right? And, but again. And, and there's no question. We're going to get into this decision, I know. Uh, you know, maybe now. But that decision by John Schneider to pull Boreos wasn't his decision. There's no way it was his decision, and it wasn't Ross Atkins' decision either. To me, that I to me, Mark Shapiro has two puppets in this organization. Mm-hmm. One is Ross, Ross Atkins, and one is John Schneider. And Ross Atkins is his paper pusher. And when they make a trade that Shapiro makes. Ross Atkins does all the paperwork and might get a hold of the team, but Shapiro signs off and everything. Shapiro is the computer geek. And it, it just, as Barry said, Alex Anthopoulos was such a better general manager than both of these bozos. Um, it's just unbelievable that Rogers got rid of them. I'm going to take what you said a step further. And it wasn't even Shapiro's call to to pull Burrios. It was a computer's call to pull Burrios. They sure. got by their data. I, I and agree. Their data with you. said this. And, you know, when you see people that have been in the game, that have been members of the Blue Jays, like Ricky Romero and Vernon Wells, actually ripping the decision publicly, when you have a guy in Whit Merrifield who questions the decision publicly. Yeah. You, you know, and how do you think Burrios must have felt out on the mound? First inning, second inning, they've got all these guys warming up in the bullpen. And I he's know. dealing. And, he's and, dealing. And Schneider says after the game he had his best stuff ever. Yeah. And what are you doing? What are you doing? I, I don't so, understand it. And I get the computer. But somewhere up top, someone has to say, we need to listen to the computer. We need to listen to the computer. And to yeah. me, that's Mark Spiro. Here's, here's my issue with all of this. It doesn't, it's immaterial to me who it was that made the call. The computer, the Excel spreadsheet, Shapiro, Atkins, Schneider. Immaterial. 
It doesn't matter to me because it's got a grip on the entire way this organization operates. And that is a gigantic problem. Yes. I've said this a thousand times before, Clarky, on this show, when we've talked about Leafs failures, a football team coming up short, whatever it may be. Analytics has an absolute place in sports. I think that they're valuable. And Barry brought up the tweet from Vernon Wells. I'll read it to you now. There's absolutely no need to bash analytics. We need people to balance information and what they see unfolding in front of them. Trust what you see. Trust how dominant that pitcher is in that situation. Feel for the game cannot be lost to algorithms. And I've had people say this to me before. You know, you know this, Clarky. I I I love the Oakland A's as well. They're yep. they're gonna be moved and I yep. hate it. But yep. people bring this up to me all the time. Well, Ryan, your favorite baseball, your fa- my favorite sports movie ever is Moneyball. I love the book too. H- how can you be so when that team, that Moneyball team, yeah, look, that Moneyball team had to do that because they had no other option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no money, man. And people, they had no money. And so Billy Bean, who's one of the greatest sports executives of all time, said, I have nothing. And so what I need to do is try and find a unique way to find some guys who could maybe be undervalued and maybe putting them all together could put a Cinderella patchwork team. They had, they had a career catcher playing first base. Scott Hatterberg, I love the guy to death. Like, no yeah. one would try that now. Not a team with money. Do you think if the Oakland Athletics had, like, even a middling budget during those days that they would have had Scott Hatterberg playing first? God love the guy. No. Johnny Damon still would have been on the team. So don't give me this. Well, Ryan, you love Moneyball. No, I don't. I love the no, no. story of it. Yeah, for and sure. I love analytics. There, there, there is no better place for analytics than baseball. And we've discussed why before. It's pretty obvious. It's the same action happening over and over. And the numbers hold more relevance. That said, this isn't a simulation. We're not playing MLB the show. We're not mm-hmm. playing out of the park baseball because that's what they're doing. I'm really good at out of the park baseball. If that's all it takes, hire mm-hmm. me, Ed. I'll do it for way less. I'm really good at it. But that's not what you do. These are real people. And to pull Jose Barrios in the fashion they did, well, the, compu- the computer said that uh, left-handed hitters, uh, dude, you can't do that. Listen, but there have been a lot of great pitchers over the years. Do you think in any realm of reality that there were some guys that maybe had good batting averages against Randy Johnson, Walter Johnson, Bob Gibson? Yeah. But when Bob Gibson was shredding people apart, they didn't take him off the mound. As a matter of fact, in the World Series... I believe he's one of only two pitchers ever to com- to pitch a complete game in a game seven of a World Series. They didn't take Hoot off the mound. They didn't take the big unit off the mound in Arizona, Seattle, or New York when a dude is showing you in real life that he's shredding guys to pieces. You gotta let that roll, dude. 
And that's my biggest problem with this front office. They don't react to what's happening in real life. It happened at the trade deadline the last two years, and it's a complete opposite. Last year, the team could hit, couldn't pitch, and they didn't go and get enough pitching help. This year, they had a historically good pitching staff top to bottom, and they couldn't hit, and they didn't go get a bat. They got Paul DeYoung to come play for 20 (laughs) games. I hate it. The only thing I'll say, though, to you. Both these guys need to go. The only thing I'll say to you is uh, your opening remark about I don't care who it is. It doesn't matter. It does matter. Someone is in charge of making sure. What I mean. But John Schneider is going by a computer instead of watching a game. Someone's in charge of that. And it's got to be Mark Shapiro. It has to be. It has to be. I agree. It has to be. I agree. And Barry, I want your thoughts on this. John Schneider could have done himself a lot of favors because, again, Jay's fan, we're not stupid. Mm-hmm. They like to think Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro are the right. two most unrelatable people on earth, and they think we're dumb. I agree with John you. John Schneider could have stood up yesterday and said, you know what? I'm not taking this guy off the hill. Yeah. I'm leaving him out there. He could have it, stood up yeah. and been an individual. Yeah. I think Cito probably would have stuck to his guns. Of course, but yeah, but Clark, you and I know Cito pretty well. I think he would have, he would have but been, here, no. but, but then again, he never had to deal with the analytics when he was a right, manager. Right, right. But here's so. the difference too. They have put in the spot a puppet and Cito yes. wasn't going to be a puppet and John Gibbons wasn't going to be a puppet and, and Don Charlie Montoya was a puppet, either, by the way. Sorry? I said Don Manley's not going to be a puppet either. No, so people are exactly. hoping that they fire uh, Schneider no. and hire Don Mattingly. I think John Schneider could be a fabulous manager if he's if he's given the opportunity to manage, but he's not. He's being told you know what, what to do at too many okay, times. I'll I'll get back into that in a bit. We can discuss the merits of John Schneider as as manager, but I want I do want to say this. Getting back to that decision, and the dynamic of Schneider going out to pull Barrios from the game, and I remember when uh, Jack Morris was working with us at Sportsnet, and I had a conversation because, of course. Mm-hmm. He was another guy who pitched not only a complete game in the World Series in 91, but it was a complete game, extra innings. He pitched, ten, he was 10 innings, he's still pitching. Yeah. And I remember asking him, did you ever stand on the mound and, and think that, uh, I forget the name of the manager, White Hair, was going to come to get you? And he goes, no, not at all. He knew better. Sparky. Because the only way to know when it's time to pull a pitcher is when you see that it's time for him to go by what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, he'll know, he'll know when I'm ready to come out, but he's not going to come out here and pull me. Doc's another guy that, you know, Gibby, I remember talking to Gibby, like, you know, when he had him briefly, it's like, I, I don't want to pull him because I'm, hey. I'm I just know that he's not going to want to come off. Do you, do you remember David Wells? Getting pulled by Cito that one time and oh. at the ball down the down the yes. third base side. Do you, Ryan, maybe that yeah. was before your time. Do you remember that? He, Cito I'm came to get clip. David Wells, and Wells is like, "I'm not coming out." And he's like, "You're no. coming." He whipped the ball down the third base line like underhand. Yeah, but I again, mean, those guys. And, and I wish that had to happen yesterday with Barrios. I wish he had to said, "I'm not coming that out." That kid. He I wish handled they had it. I yes, know he handled it right, I guess, but I wish there was more friction there at that moment. 
Like you no, gotta be I'm effing saying. kidding me. That's why yeah. I would love to just, yeah. you know, just, you know, you gotta be effing kidding me because yeah. I'm dealing and yeah. not only am I dealing, but I'm playing against my former team and I want to beat the crap out of these guys. Yeah. Or and, even when he's walking off the mound to look up to Shapiro and just go like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that would have been like awesome. Just something. Right. You know, everybody, every, baseball yeah. needs a Patrick Waugh moment, right? And that, that was a perfect Patrick Waugh moment. Exactly. That's what good. Way to well, put it. It's a good way had to put one. It. Cause, cause I, I have seen that Wells clip. It's an infamous clip. One more from my time very recently. Remember in 2019 during the world series run for the Washington nationals, uh, the manager went out to get Max Scherzer out of a game in the seventh. And he mm -hmm. was like, yeah, I don't think so, dude. Yeah. There were two runners on there were, there was one out and the manager was it Davey Martinez came out to get Scherzer. And it's a great clip. Like, look it up. Scherzer's like, like the second he touched the step, he was like, don't you dare come over here. He walked out to like talk to him and you can see Scherzer sizzling. And he's like, I'm not coming off. I, and you can see him mouth the words. I've got him. I've effing got him. And then Scherzer gets two punchies. It was incredible. Like, that's the type of fire I'm looking for. And Danny yeah. Martinez, to his credit, went out there and said, you know what? This guy's a free. He's a psychopath. Max Scherzer is. I'm not taking this guy off the hill. He's going to tear my head off. Randy Johnson wow. would have done the same thing. You walk out there and you're going to take the big unit off in three innings? Puke. No way. And John Schneider, look. I've, I said it leading into the last week of the season. I bet he's a great guy, and he's won titles at every other level. He knows these players. I get it. But that actually might be a detriment that he has such a history and close relationship with these players. Well, and, and I see, that's that my biggest concern, Ryan. That's actually one of my bigger concerns, and I'll tell you why. Because we've seen the lack of discipline in a yes. lot of these guys. And, and – and these are oh. guys that he knows well. These are his boys, Vladimir Guerrero and Bo Bichette in particular. You know, how Biggio? many yeah, how many dumb base running mistakes do you like? Gibby wouldn't have let that crap go. Right? I mean, remember, I remember very well. This is more your time, Ryan, when Kevin Pillar got pulled for a pinch hitter and he threw a tantrum. Oh, yeah. And guess what? Gibby literally sent him down after the game. You're going down to Buffalo. And Pilar said afterwards it was it was the best thing that ever happened to his career. But the bottom line is the manager's got to have some balls, man. I I'm agree. sorry. Yes. You know, and we've seen um, Gibby. We've seen Gibby, Barry, maybe you've been sitting beside the dugout when these things have happened. But we've seen Gibby chase guys down the hallway. Yes. You know, he did it with Josh Donaldson. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he got to yeah. do it with. I mean, this is yeah. your star. This was your MVP. Yeah. But yeah. if you're yeah. not doing what you're supposed to do and Chris. Again, we're old guys, Ryan. Back in our day, when we go to the ball games and we get to see BP because you actually could see it, they didn't only just have a home run derby that they do. They actually had something called infield practice. You would see guys actually spending every pregame working on the fundamentals of baseball. I, the time that I traveled with the Blue Jays, I may have seen it once or twice a season. Same with... Uh, PFPs, pitch. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold practice. on, hold on, hold on. Are you kidding me? No. Like I haven't been obviously to a ball game uh, no, with a press do, pass. They don't do. They don't do. They don't do a proper. Like, no, they don't do a proper infield. 
You know, there'll be guys. Really, they used to do it all the balls. time. There would be one pitch to home plate for the yeah. batter, and then yeah. one of the guys would hit fungos or whatever they used to yeah. call them to the to the infield. They don't do that yeah. anymore. No, that's uh, spring training. Yeah, is that a regular thing? Thing? Is that a baseball thing? No, I have, not, dude. I have not seen that. I, I see a guy hitting like shagging, like yeah. hitting fly balls to the outfielders, yeah. and there'll be the occasional guy that's taking ground balls but not a proper infield practice. Okay, let's do two, you know? All yeah. right, five, you know, let's do a 5-4-3 here. You know, nothing. Nothing. You know, wow. you cover this guy and, and this cover. Didn't know you that. You know what? And this is this is something I'm seeing a lot, a lot. In, in baseball overall, not just the Blue Jays. But do you notice how many more miscommunications you're seeing between outfielders or an infielder and outfielder, like collisions happening with players? I mean, back in our day, Chris, you know, there was a thing that was called communication. Yeah. But these guys are like busy looking for their card for the next yeah. batter, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. No, it's That's embarrassing. My next rant I, done. No, I I I I just don't think that look. Shapiro the architects are going to take care of the stadium and we already know that season tickets are uh, uh, most season ticket packages the significant ones especially in the area that they are renovating this year are going to almost double if not oh, yeah. more than double i hope friend of mine the, yeah friend this, of mine has uh, season tickets and and her season ticket uh went up from 4500 to 9 grand so Lower i bowl. would say to your i would say to your friend and any other blue jays season ticket holder that sees this or Walk. a person who's a jays fan that Walk. is thinking about going to a game particularly opening day if mark shapiro and ross atkins are still employed by this team in march do not go get your money back we you deserve guys, better yeah. than this have you guys People, ever seen it's funny because we, we've, you know, how many times after uh, disappointing leaf seasons have we heard people say that? Okay, it's time to boycott them. We won't watch them. We won't go any, but that doesn't happen in leaf land. In no. Blue Jays land, it does to a certain extent. You'll still For have sure does. that core, but uh, man, do I remember those early 2000s, Clarky and Ryan? Oh, yeah. And man, it was so echoey in there. And, and yep, players totally. knew it and they hated it. The atmosphere was terrible there. So, if 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 you win, they will be there. And there is a great opportunity because people love the Blue Jays when they're winning. Mm -hmm. And they attract oh, so yeah. many, a lot of young kids, you know, and I'm seeing a lot more female fans than ever before. And I think that's fantastic, too. And people that are coming to the country that I've got people that I work with that, you know, I'm explaining baseball to because they grew up on cricket. And they're loving it too. And they want to get in on the bandwagon and get the jersey. So there is a huge opportunity here. And they just kicked that right in the teeth this week, this season. Have you guys this ever seen so you're much absolutely right. like hatred for this team on Twitter? No, no, not like this. No, not, not like this. So I'm hoping that carries over. And the other Dude, thing too I is, and here's another big reason I think these guys will be gone um, when all said and done. If you're a free agent right now, and you just watch that. Do you have Not any chance. interest in coming to Toronto? And no way. <laughs> Particularly a pitcher, which they don't need. To be fair, they don't. Need Toronto's a, already a, a tough sell, as it is. It's exactly. a tough sell. And now you You're just right. add this to the pile. Yeah. No, they right. have. They listen. I, I can't even imagine what this organization is going to become next season. 
if these changes aren't made. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of executives out there that would look great as a GM. I need to ask you about that because we're we're going to take a quick break here and come back and talk a little bit more about some of the players. We're all on the same page. Shapiro Atkins, enough's enough. We can't do this anymore. The entire coaching staff, including John Schneider, I I, I bet he's a good guy. Got to go, except for no, Pete, Walker. Pete Walker. They need yeah. hitting coaches. Pete Walker's the only guy. To, he's the he's yeah. literally the best pitching coach in the league. Well, Pete, Walker, and how do you, you think know what, he if, feels? If, I know if Donnie, oh, like, there's no oh, way it was his call. There's no way I, it was if Donnie ball. baseball. No. I know if Donnie baseball stays and if they announce Don, Donnie baseball as the manager, I'd be fine with that too. As long as Shapiro and Atkins aren't around now that said, look, I know that I, I want your thoughts on this before we take a break, Barry. I thought of this today. Like, look, Gabe Kapler's out there. He just got let go by the giants. The manager, they'll, they're going to figure that out. There's lots of good candidates in terms of a front office. I know that this sounds unrealistic, but just follow me here. If I'm Ed Rogers or the board there, I know the guy works for the league now. I am doing anything, and I mean anything, to move heaven, hell, and earth. And I am on the phone to Theo Epstein, and I'm begging on my hands and rich knees, if I'm Ed Rogers, please, Come to Toronto and fix this. What are your thoughts on that? What? Theo? Theo? <laughs> Wouldn't that be something, eh? <laughs> I know you like Theo, to do this stuff. <laughs> Wasn't he Theo speaking Epstein. to Theo at the time? In the movie? Yeah, he was. So, he was. Yeah, oh, dude, I, 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 you know, again, I... I from a building standpoint, from building the team, I totally am fine. But you have to win your audience. You got to win your fans. And that's going to be very important. Again, one of the things that the Blue Jay fans dislike so much about Shackens is that they're just totally not engaging with the crowd. They have no idea about our country and our history. And they made bullshit that they've learned some things along the way, but they still are not Canadian like Alex Anthopoulos was, someone who could relate to the fans, someone who can talk and engage and, and just always be there. We never had any issues getting Alex to do, to do a show. Uh, it's just that's crazy in need. my mind, Barry, that they let this guy walk. Oh, man. Like it's Now, I, again, it's that, un- that's over. Belie- I know it's over, but it just, but it's still unbelievable. This is what I'm saying. That they did it it is unbelievable. It's such like a mistake. You just got to shake your head. In closing, before we take a break, I'll just say, and I hear exactly what you're saying, Barry, but Theo Epstein is a guy who ingratiated himself to two of the toughest fan bases on earth, Boston Red Sox fans, and he ended the curse of the Bambino. Chicago Cubs fans ends Mm -hmm. the curse of the goat. We need Theo. If you're watching, please come to Toronto and end the curse of the computer. We'll take a break. We'll be right back on Instigating. Welcome back to Instigating with Clarkie and Jury, brought to you by our friends at Conway Furniture here in Listowel. Larry Hudson, Chevrolet Buick GMC in Listowel on the Listowel Squash Courts. Back here, myself, Clarkie, and our good buddy Barry Davis, longtime Blue Jays analyst and reporter. And 
It's time now. We'll we'll talk a bit about the players, but Clarky, I know you had just one last thing you wanted to say about Shatkins. Well, it just so. reflects on what Barry said about these guys and how they're not in tune with Canada and the fans. Yes. We're now 24 hours after a very controversial ending to a season. Um, and we haven't heard from either one of them. And yeah. I would just think that we should have heard from one of them today. They're cowards, mm-hmm. man. Exactly. They, they, they're exactly. cowards. They they're, are. You know why yeah. they didn't speak to the media today, guys? You know why? It'll be an excuse, no matter what it no, is. No, the computers told them that it was not advisable. Exactly. They're better to wait two and a half yes. days, then they can speak with the media. Okay, come on, guys, get it. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it is. The analytics said that the door, you know, is better to stay locked for a few days. Exactly. Uh, Just get out in front of it right away. Just getting out in front of it. You know what I mean? Get out I, in front I know. Of it. I know. <laughs> Would you love to have seen a conversation? like a closed door conversation between oh. those guys after they lost, you know, the Leafs do the blueprint as... show. If the blue Jays did something like that behind the scenes, that would be, you know what? Biggest I'd love audience to ever. You'd see Sh- Sh- Atkins look at Shapiro and go, uh, well, I guess that didn't go the way we hoped. Hey, eh? yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you know what though? Someone's in trouble. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see a conversation because what it actually would be is me. Mop. That did not go according to plan. Computer let us down. That's what it actually would have been. And I don't need to see that. Yeah, not bad. eh? Robotic man. I've seen a whole new side of you, Ryan. A whole new side of you that you presented. Dude, I'm hot. You are. I'm as red as this Rod Langway jersey, and I understand that. You know what else is hot? We'll get to that later. What's hot, dude? Yeah, we'll get to that later. We know what you're doing. Okay. Do you want to get to the players? Yeah, we want to get to the players. Let's get to the players. Not hot. Not hot. Let's start. Let's with start with the start. easily the most debacling, confounding, mentally absent play polarizing that we've maybe ever seen in baseball history. Oh, the play! And it's Vlad Guerrero. It's Vlad yeah. Guerrero Jr. at second base. Can Barry? Can you? I I I can't ask you to explain this to me. There's no explaining. It's utterly indefensible. What I'll, what I'll pose to you is this. There's a lot of noise on Twitter, like we've said. It's hotter than I've ever seen it. Would you trade Vladdy Jr.? I don't want to, based on what I said to you last time you were on. He's 24. I still have that hope somewhere that this guy can be a consistent superstar. But if you were to entertain it, what would you want back? I'll tell you what I'll want after. First of all, Vladimir Guerrero can absolutely improve as a baseball player. That There's no doubt about that. What concerns me is what's between the ears. And you either have it or you don't. And I'm talking the instincts. I'm talking the discipline. These are things that – and you would think with the pedigree that he would have that already instilled in him. But no, it's more important for him – to have a fun conversation with people at first base, to lose focus of the game and get picked off second base. And, oh, my God, not just – we're not talking game 47. We're talking, you know, do-or-die game where you should be so freaking focused on what's happening. To me, those are things you cannot teach. You either have it or you don't. So, having said that, 
Vladimir Guerrero can get them a lot in return. I would be looking probably for a power hitting third baseman that can hit a, a Josh Donaldson type, right? You can find anybody can play first base. If Brandon Belt comes back for another year, he can play for base. Kevin Biggio can play first base, right? I mean, I'm not worried about, you know, who would take his spot at first. I just think that they need to bring in a good, and, and I would, I wouldn't even have a problem getting somebody a little bit older than Vladdy, more of a veteran guy, because this team desperately needs leadership. And I'm not talking about leadership like Whit Merrifield or Kiermaier. Great, they're great veteran guys, but I'm talking about star leadership, like Jose Bautista was in his prime, was a leader. They need someone in their prime who's a leader. My God, you know, Josh Donaldson could be one of the biggest things in the world. But what I really loved about him during his time with the Blue Jays, and it all comes down to that one statement, this isn't the tri-league, this is the get-it-done league, right? And that inspired the team. He put his him and his team under the bus, put the onus on them, and all of a sudden they respond. And there's no one on this Blue Jays team that can set that example and then go out and do it. Yeah, Boba really Shett's good... their best hitter, but I just don't see him. He's just a kid to me. He's not He's not someone that they're, you know, come on, put you on my back kind of thing. That's a really good way to put it. Like guys like Jose Bautista and Josh Donaldson wouldn't have let they had an what edge. happened. It, they had an edge and they weren't afraid from the outside looking in. Barry, you were on the end. Um, mm-hmm. But it looked like they weren't wouldn't be afraid to go to a Vladdy and say, you got to grow up. And I don't see who would do that now. I don't think Evan Kiermaier has it in him. I, I, I just don't see that guy on this team mm-hmm. right now. And, and, really... and there's a difference between this team and the 15 and 16 teams. Cause you had Mark Burley, my God, Mark Burley was, was like a mm-hmm. father to the rest of the guys on that pitching staff, right? Mm-hmm. You had Latroy Hawkins. Oh man, what a leader he was on that mm-hmm. team. You know, you had guys that were veterans, and, and okay, then you got Jose and Edwin, and I mean, this team doesn't even come close. And again, and, it's not that's what I was there's saying. There's not earlier. as much talent. It's not always the talent. Like Jack Armstrong always talked about some of the parts, right? It's about building the right group of people together. And Alex was the first one to admit that he messed up big in 2013 because he was trying to build his fantasy team. He admitted that. Oh, I love Reyes, and I love this guy. I love that. He learned his lesson. And come around the 2015 season, now all of a sudden he's putting what is a good team of guys that he knows can work together and gel together and make all those right moves. You know, that trade deadline is still one of the best trade deadlines I can remember in Blue Jays history and what it led them to and the potential that they possibly could have had. You know, fell just short, but... You know, I don't think Alex gets enough credit. I mean, he was, he got so ripped by fans when they were playing poorly. You know, it was, you know, hashtag fire AA all the time, right? Uh, I don't think he got enough credit for what he did. I agree. And honestly, I, I think that that's a huge issue. And if Vlad were to go, I need exactly what you said 
power hitting third baseman because I really don't feel like Matt Chapman can come back. Honestly, no. like they can give him a qualifying offer and he's re- represented by Scott Boris, who's one of the biggest con artists in baseball and he'll go somewhere else. And and look, Clarky knows this. I was ecstatic when they got him and he mm-hmm. mostly played really great for them. And is still I like the guy defender, just can't hit. But you cannot bring that guy back. He's going to want 20 to 25 million a year because he's a gold and platinum Glover. Great. You can play defense, man. You're a black hole on the, in the yeah. batting box. I will I love sacrifice Matt some of the so defense. Much. I heard a stat. Yes. I, I think he was one oh. for 13 with the bases loaded this year. And yeah. the you know, first the game of the year had, or something, he, he had he such hit an amazing April. Then he went right. He home. had an yeah. amazing April. He did. And, and, and we thought, oh, this is, this is going to be the guy we want. Yeah, and then uh, and then I he know. stunk the rest of the year. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, man. Crap, you know, you could put Ryan Goins on third base, and, and he'll hit probably more than than what Chapman did. Oh, Vigio did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, Vigio. So, I'm I'm intrigued by. I'm expecting big things from him because he looked like I he think was so. one of the only ones starting to put it together. But let's look quickly here at at guys that just aren't aren't coming back. I don't think Kevin Kiermeyer will be back. So they have a, a void at center field because you're not going to put George Springer back there. Now you're going to want to keep him in right and save his legs. He's still got injury concerns. So you got a void in center field. Whit Merrifield is He's not going to come back, yep. especially they have a mutual option. He's not coming back, especially good after, for him. after good his comments. That, but that's yeah. good. Whit Merrifield, Whit Merrifield last night after uh, commenting on taking Jose Barrios out early on Wednesday. I hated it, frankly. It's not what cost us the game, but it's the kind of baseball decisions that are taking away from managers and baseball at this stage of the game so he's not words, back he's either the, the, the upstairs too there yes, yes he is no yep. question yes he is and and whit merrifield's a no bs guy good veteran dude one mm-hmm. of the few yeah. leaders on the team he, you're right he he was the guy looked at Vladdy this year, like stop pouring the water on me yes he yeah he was sick of that like, too hyunjin ryu will not be back um there's talks he might go home and and he was a great soldier here retire, yeah. there are holes to be brandon filled belt. here and matt Chapman, brandon, Chapman, bell, brandon belt yeah. nah even if he, he might retire he's talking more year, about possibly retiring so i wonder if they could he, trade he Varsha well. for like guriel and moreno uh, yeah, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that listen, be a but Varsho listen, is a huge. guy that I think oh, if you get man, the right hitting coach in there, that's two twenty. He can be a dude. Yeah, I, you know what? And, and I even as a fourth outfielder, I love his defense. He's 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 done some amazing, and he's a he's a smart player. He's smart on the bases. Uh, I don't mind him as best a fourth outfielder. Runner. Yeah, I don't Good. mind him at all Great. as a fourth outfielder. Perfect. I agree. He's a lefty bat. I, He's a lefty bat. I too, really so. give up two starters. One lefty guy bat. hit 24 home runs this year for that guy for a fourth outfielder. Well, great hey, trade. I'm not saying the trade was I'm good. Get, I know. I know you're not. I'm not. No, I'm now, saying, now it's been was a year. Bad trade. It's a yeah. year. It's a year. Let's see what next year brings for Dalton sure. Varsho. Okay? Sure. A guy who I still think Moreno. is a very, let's see what he's got a very high ceiling. I get it. Now, you know, I think that they're guys. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, John Gibbons always said that. You know, a decision is always based on the result of it. And a lot of times a good decision gets a bad result. And sometimes a bad decision gets a good result. Yeah. So, you know, and that this is what you see. In but baseball, I still don't right? think I mean, keeping out Alejandro Kirk over Moreno was the right thing to do. I really don't know. Oh, I, the time I mean, they and got I don't all know. excited over, over the little, that little window from, from Kirk where he looked like he was going little, to be, the, you know, the next little. coming of something. 
but yeah. never happened. No. Yeah. Time, time will tell. And, and there are guys that they're going to probably be able to target in the off season from teams that don't want to pay guys. I said it a while ago and I brought his name up before in trade discussions with our friend, Rob Longley. I really feel like a guy that you could go and get potentially for that outfield. Who's a really great hitter and hits all the time with runners in scoring position. I just, I feel like Brian Reynolds is a blue Jay, man. I really feel like Brian Reynolds is a blue Jay and I really would love for them to go get him, but they've got some question marks here, man. They mm -hmm. got not only the disdain with the front office, but they got some player personnel question marks, man. They really I do. I tell you what, guys, uh, Barry, this is going to be a fun off season. Well, let's hope it starts early. Crap go down. Let's hope it starts early with well, the firing and, and, of two guys. Yeah, and we're gonna have really to have do. you back on. And maybe that's why we haven't heard from happens. them yet. Maybe, yes. maybe that's why we haven't heard from them yet. Maybe fingers they're, are crossed. You know, let's start a rumor. Maybe they're guys. packing their desks. Maybe they're packing their desks. <laughs> and, and you know what the worst thing down, is? I'm just going to throw this in there too. Please. The ownership of this do team it. and Eddie Rogers. Ah, I don't know. Nothing we can do about that. You can't fire an I owner. I know, but we could hope. And to their so credit, cool. they, they're cool spending money. money. Yeah, they are spending money. Like they are. Yeah. So yeah, my, I don't well, I don't they don't know, have man. my cable money anymore. <laughs> no, don't have mine no. either. Some other people might feel the same. Mine's going to Whiteman. Just, uh, anyway. Listen, Barry, it's great to have you on. I know that, uh, you know, you got your cover bands that are rocking and rolling here. We November 11. I love it. November 11. We were petty. For, no, it's the idiots with Driven at spot one in Brampton. November 11th, Saturday, November 11th. I'm going to see you there, Ryan. I know Clark, he's too far for you, but Ryan, though, he don't care. He'll make far the drive. Too far for me. He lives two minutes from go. me. Yeah. It's, it's the worth the drive to Acton if we were playing. It's Acton? Acton? That's not no, or, no it's Brampton. Not that's not bad. Oh, Brampton. Brampton. That's not Brampton. bad either. No, Brampton, not like, bad yeah, at all. Not okay, bad go. at all. It down, we should Ryan. go. It's a Saturday night. Yeah, we should go. I'll buy you a drink. And I also, I also know that we ain't petty. Is a, big, you, is a big thing too. We yes. were petty today, and we deserved to be, didn't we, Barry? I love it. I don't even know if I can respond to that because that's that should be the final words of the show. It, sh it should be, but we've got more coming up. Thanks to our buddy, Barry Davis. We're going to see more of him soon because there's going to be news and we love to have Barry on to discuss the Blue Jays. What a fun chat. We'll be right back with our couch potatoes of the week brought to you by Conway Furniture next here on Instigating. <laughs> Here we go. Let's do it. Back to wrap things up here on uh, what's been a stressful okay? episode. Of Are you okay? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not okay. I'm not going to be okay for a while. You know this, Clarky. I take losses in sports, mm -hmm. and I, I, I've heard this a lot from people, and I can't stand when people say this to me. You know, it's just a game. No, uh, no I know. Worst thing you can say to an ailing sports fan. It's it makes drives me up the wall. I get where they're coming from. Like they're. They're we talk, to, like, I want to, let's me. get back into this. We've talked too much about it already. Let's no, I know, but I, I'm not, I'm not okay yet. It'll be a little while. I'm going to, I'm going to go through my process, crawl into my hole and reassess myself and I'll put myself back together. Okay. And it'll be a long journey, but we're going to yeah. do it. Now we've been hot on this show. Hot, we've been hot, hot today. Okay. Hot? And we know that. That, you know, despite questions about who's going to be large and in charge of the Jays next year, hey, you know, we need to on, know something on, about on, who's on. hot. 
Well, the hot. The deals are hot. The deals are hot. Say it. Tell me. The deals are always hot. They're always hot. And you said large. Perfect segue. Or segui, the way, however you want to say it. Well, okay. Uh, because it's not that, large but... SUVs are back in stock at Larry. Oh, we have the Yukon. We have the Yukon XLs. We have Tahoes and Suburbans. They're all in stock and they're ready to go. So if you've been looking, because these have been the hardest vehicles to find the last two years, if you're still looking for a Yukon, a Yukon XL, a Tahoe, a Suburban, Larry Hudson's got it as. We all know Hudson's has it. And uh, come on down, Ryan. This is where you jump back in and give the address. Yes. Come down 1, to our friends at Larry Hudson's Chevrolet Buick GMC, where the deals are hot. They're 1000 hot. Wallace Avenue, Listowel, Ontario. That's right. There you go. In stock now. Come on and get them. Just in time for winter, too, right? Where we can uh-huh. all be, you know, depressed about what's occurred with the Jays, and you're going to need one of those large SUVs. They are four by four. Slug through the mud and, and muck of another depressing offseason, okay? So if <laughs> yes, four by four helps to dig yourself out of this, Harry yeah. Hudson's has it. Has and you it. know who else has great stuff? Our friends, listen, our friends at Conway Furniture. Yep. They got we got great swag. They got great stuff in there. And it's time. It's time for our <laughs> friends at Conway Furniture sponsoring our great segment, the Couch Potato of the Week. Look, I don't feel like anybody's going to be watching this and be surprised by what we're likely both going to be picking here. I have a good well, feeling that you're on the same journey as me here. Tell well, us here's who the deal. Your couch potato is. Tell me. I want to go Tell back me. because I had it all arranged for my okay. couch potato. Uh, I did too. I had to things, change things, mine. Things <laughs> I changed mine too. So I, yes. I let the audience know we don't discuss this beforehand. We don't know whose couch no. potatoes whose. So we may be talking about the same guy here, but I don't know. But I do want to mention the guy I was going to do. Okay, please. So it's I'm going to go back here, and if Adam can throw up the the uh, picture to the Ryder Cup, and this man Patrick Cantlay, who unfortunately he's got a, a large head, I guess, because he wouldn't wear the USA hat because he said they didn't fit. Um, and the funny thing is, a couple of years ago in the Ryder Cup, he didn't wear a hat either because he says he didn't they didn't fit. Um, it's strange to me because as you can see. Patty does wear a hat and he wore a hat, the president's cup. Hmm. Interesting. Do you know what the difference is, Ryan, between the president's cup and the Ryder cup? Do you know what the difference yeah, is? I, I, they I actually get paid to play in the president's cup and they don't yeah. get paid to play in the Ryder cup. Oh, and look, he's got a hat when he he's on tour. He wears a hat and he probably gets paid to wear this hat. Um, I would imagine. Yeah. So Goldman the Sachs. other thing that's really weird to me is the hats they use now. Are the snapback hats? Do you know what that that means? They are adjustable. Generally, they're adjustable. Yeah, they're adjustable. Right, one size fits all. So yeah. Patrick Cantlay, for you to stand in front of the people and say, "I didn't wear a hat because they didn't fit," don't don't lie to me. Just don't Dude, lie to me. He, I, I really lie. 
I really have a problem with this as well. We're double dosing. We're double dosing our couch potato, and that's fine. This is our show. We're in charge of this. Our friends at Conway Furniture deserve a double dose. I agree with you, though. I watched that, and I was so glad to see Europe destroy the United States, mostly because of this. I I think that Patrick can't look, if you're gonna stand there and be all about making money, fine. I don't care. You're a pro tell us you're pro athlete. Tell us if Make you're your protesting, bags. if you're protesting, don't, tell people why you're protesting. Or it's not a protest. Don't you're right. Don't sit look, I come from the punk hardcore scene. You stand up for what you believe in. Don't stand there and and do what you're doing and talk to people like we're stupid. You're a right. gutless pig, Patrick. Exactly. Can't and Thank speed you. it up for God's sake, would you? Exactly. I've had enough. Now, okay. To so your now, real my real couch potato. Couch potato. Well, is there any question? Like really? Like this guy? Not only uh, is my couch potato, but it's perfect because he was laying down on this play. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. it, it is. It is the biggest gaffe in Blue Jays history. Um, for Vladdy Guerrero to get picked off second base in a playoff game that you haven't scored any runs and there's runners, two runners on, uh, and you're, you're, you haven't scored a run in the game. Um, and then for him to lie there and wave his arm saying, uh, 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 check the video, check the video, check the video, get up and run off the field like a man. This guy, I've said it all year, Ryan, he's got to mature. And dude, he's it's not even close. It wasn't even close. Oh, Korea anyway, had him. Look at that. Look at that right there. Half. Look at that right there. He's lying down just like he is on his couch. He is my yes. couch potato. It's a great one, and it's an obvious one. And and I knew you were gonna pick that, Clark. Yeah. Like again, yeah, we yeah. don't tell each other what the couch potato is. No. Maybe one day we'll both pick the same thing. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. But I knew you were gonna pick that. I okay. knew it. Because you love to harp on Vladdy and for very good reasons. It's kind of easy. Okay, we've talked about that tonight. I I just am getting really tired of this, man. Like I'm 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 wasting bullets trying to save this guy in my own mind. We talked about that the last time our buddy Barry Davis was on about how I want to believe he's 24. I want to still believe that that superstar's in there. And I I have a hard time with people going, we should trade him. The, the Jays should trade him and give up on him because I know it's a different sport, but people said that about my guy, Ovi. They got to trade Ovi. That would have been a disaster. So I'm still withholding this guy getting it, but the Jays have got to get a guy in there who can drill it into these guys, not just Vlad, right, we, all these guys' heads. Hey, you know. we're here to be great. You we're know. here to play baseball. The rookie hype is over. The the old We already got into all this. Season, Let's get to your couch. Potato. I, I understand. We're running out of time. All that's over. We're running. It's yes. Over. Well, you know what? We're, we're going to push it here. Okay? Okay. okay. My couch potato. Yeah. Is... A man who, by the time this airs, should no longer be the general manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. And that is the man named Ross H. Atkins. I don't even know if that's his middle initial. I'm just doing it because this guy thinks he's like Ross Atkins Esquire. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. I think his initials are... I'm fed up with this guy. I think his middle initials are PC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Microsoft Word. Exactly. M W Ross M W Atkins. 
Yeah, exactly. Ross Excel spreadsheet. MS e. DOS. Atkins. That's MS DOS. I like that. I Bill Gates sponsor us. I I just I can't do this anymore. This guy is a failure of a baseball executive in every sense of the word from the F to the E of the word failure. He is in every standing letter of it. This guy has never done anything of significance in his career. Mark Shapiro I don't care that you're making the new lower bowl. I don't care that you've made a fun little patio deck for fans to have fun on, which you're going to charge them double for next year anyway. If you want to stick around, fine. Build your goofy ballpark stuff. Charge people double. But you cannot keep propping this moron up anymore if you want to stay here. Jays fans are not stupid. This country's not stupid. We deserve better than this. And this guy is a complete moron. And I don't want to hear anybody going, oh, well, we liked the team in April. We thought the team would be good. Yeah, but that's just the point. He relies on computers and things telling him, oh, it should be good when we do this. It should be good when we pull Jose Barrios. It should be good when we don't acquire any meaningful bats at the deadline when my team magically can't hit. Has he done some good moves? Of course, every executive has, but it's the things he hasn't done. And most of all, being a failure to react to the situation that's playing in real life, not in a game, not in the Sims, not in the Sims baseball player builder, real life, his failure to react to real life is the biggest indictment on this guy. No, no top end prospects in the system. The only ones they had, they traded them away for Dalton Varsho, who had a failure of a year. Yes, he was good defensively. No one on this team could get meaningful hits. They were 26 in in scoring runners in scoring position, and they were 27th in batting average with runners in scoring position. Yes, he got Jordan Hicks and, and su- supplemented the bullpen. What they needed at the deadline was a bat maybe two, and he didn't. And then he pulled that garbage with Jose Barrios. No more. This guy's lazy, and he was leaned back on his recliner chair at Target Field looking at his computer playing The Sims. I'm done. No more. I'm you know sick the best of it. Part? That's you know the my best couch part? potato. You know what the best part about it is? What is he, it? Is there a best part? He bought that recliner at Conway Furniture, where HSD and delivery... Is included. better of HST and delivery. The price you see is what you get with our friends at Conway Furniture. Unlike Ross Atkins and the Blue Jays, it's not what you get with them. We were told this team was going to be a World Series contender. What an absolute joke that they flushed that pitching staff down the toilet. The toilet. Does Conway Conway Furniture doesn't sell toilets, but I bet you no, can get some don't. nice stuff in there for your bathrooms. Maybe. If they did sell toilets, they'd be the most comfortable toilets in the world. Hey, they have just like the furniture that they have in there. Yeah. They got access. They got all kinds of stuff. You want to doll up the bathroom? It's not always about being a couch potato no. with our friends at Conway Furniture. You could do beautiful new flooring. kitchen sets. You could do new, new flooring, flooring in your kitchen in your bathroom. Let's you know? go. 
You know what? And I might need some new flooring to cover up the puke stains that I laid down on my floor watching the Blue Jays. And I can't even believe it, dude. You got me all volcanic again. I'm so hot. I I can't do this anymore. I like the deal with Larry Hudson's. Now, listen. Right. Yes. Show's nearly over. You need the show's nearly over. You need to breathe. You need to breathe. I'm going to be okay, guys. I'm going to be okay, okay, and we're going to be okay here on Instigating because of our great friends at Conway Furniture, East End of Listowel, Highway 86. Go in there. The price you see on the items in there includes HST and free delivery included in that. Our great friends over at Larry Hudson, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC. Deals are hot. They're always hot over there. Go see Clarky if you if you don't have a rep. If you have a rep, go visit them. 1000 Wallace Avenue exactly. East right here in Listowel. Beautiful yeah. place to go and buy a brand new large SUV or whatever floats your boat. Whatever you want. Don't let the computer tell you what to do. Decide for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Don't be John but Schneider. But the computer tells you me that. I, I, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You pick. Yeah. That's right. Be exactly. an individual. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of individuals, yeah, as an individual, you can go and sign up right now, easier than ever, to go play squash at the Listowel Squash Courts. Our buddy Alan, our weekly game. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him one of you these what, days. You know what I did? I just signed up for a squash tournament. Uh Love Black that. Knight squash tournament in St. Catharines. Alan and I are heading down nice. with Mike and Jim from the from the courts. That's what it's all about. A community. I love it. We built a community. Yes. I got four good buddies now. Mike and Jim and Al and I are going down, getting an Airbnb, and we're going to be there beginning of November for a cool I love it. Black Knight squash tournament. And I'll report back. I love it. I you went into men's part D of that community. Division. I don't know. They're thinking I'm sandbagging. That's okay. I haven't played. I'm old. We'll see. I should be in men's D, right? You'll figure it out, buddy. I think so. You'll okay. figure it out. I think so. You'll figure it out. And you don't need to figure out where to find this show because you know what? Friday nights uh, at eight, Sunday nights at nine. We air on one White more TV. thing. To That's say. channel six. I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay, channel six. Give me, give me the last word. For our Whiteman subscribers, we debut on our YouTube channel Friday nights at nine. You can find us on social media at Instigating Pod, where we post great clips from the show, including the couch potato brought to you by our friends at Conway Furniture. Of course, our great friends over at Larry Hudson, Chevrolet Buick GMC and the list of squash courts. Remember, you can find the podcast version on all the best podcast apps. Clarky, one last thing to say. Um, We've we've railed on the Blue Jays. Um, uh, You know, we got to move on. Uh, and as you know, it was my birthday a couple weeks ago and my, uh, yes. my beautiful girlfriend bought me this new chair. You see that? Oh, isn't that nice? That's sick. Isn't that nice? So all I have to say a good one. is go Leafs go. It's a new season. Go Leafs go. Absolutely. All right. We'll be back next week. Hopefully more calmer for more instigating.